Probably we have some. We have, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, what do you whatever. need? What do you need? You're just pointing. Uh, I'm pointing at some. All right. Well, no, that's terrible. Angle. Okay. Anyways, I'm terrible. Did you, uh, Chad, watch the presidential debates on Tuesday? No. Of course you didn't. Why uh, are you no. priding yourself on no. being uninformed? What? Let me ask you this. Why? <laughs> why am I uninformed if I don't watch them real time when they? Let happen? me tell you this. I watched maybe half of it. You, I learned nothing. <laughs> yep, that surprises me. Not one bit. So I, I did watch it, and uh, I, I felt, I felt almost like a, a weird sort of duty. You know, it's like I mean, I need to at least know kind of what's going on in this country That's to fair. a certain extent. Um, did am you, I, over, I mean, am I over too far? Are we good? Uh, uh, it's okay. Should I be? It's okay. Should we be crowding more? It's okay. Is I, this angle right? Is I, the lighting I'll, good, Jared? I'll, I'll, I'll try to adjust for your your we specific spend, needs. We spent hours on makeup. Yeah, you know we're we're really trying to bring up the production so level. For I did. The people, Jared. <laughs> I did watch the debate, um, and um, it was terrible. First, they were just, uh, for, I mean, they specifically, uh, a lot more Trump than, than, than Biden, but it was just every, just talking over, you know, each person gets, uh, gets two, gets two minutes to answer a question uninterrupted, then they can have some back and forth. Right. That two minute uninterrupted was never respected for any of the questions that I watched, at, le- at least. And then there were just these, like, petty, like, um, insults. Right, like almost like almost middle school level insults. That's why. That's why I didn't bother watching the uh, the debate. To and be I'm like, with you. these insults are lame. If, if I'm just hanging out with my friends and no one's recording us, like right. they're extra lame. I mean, it's basically us before we start recording a podcast <laughs> with a higher level of intellect. I would, I would argue. <laughs> but you know, that's why. That's why I didn't watch it because I knew. I knew number one, I would hear about all the all the stuff the next day or even that evening if it was really ridiculous. Which which I did, you know, and it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really sad that it's come to this point where we can't even have a civilized discussion between two people who are running for the highest office in the United States. Yeah. Uh, and they act like, uh, I, I will say this though. Um, I mean, Biden did interrupt Trump, but not nearly to the level and to the degree which Trump interrupted Biden. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, look, bo- both of them made mistakes. No one is, is scot-free here, but but both of them need to act with a higher standard. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I'm not going to I don't want I'm not going to say Biden expertly chopped him to bits with his uh, talk on policy or anything like that. It's just it, it was just it, it's and it's not even necessarily about the policy part because I don't really I mean, <laughs> does Trump know what his policy is? Does anyone no. that votes for him really know what his policy is? I think his policy is no policy. A policy is the best went policy. out the window a long time ago. But right. like the thing is, just it was just like I mean, that's one thing. I mean, that's the main reason why I turned it off because I was like, this is making me angry, and I'm learning nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just the, how childish it was. It, it was just so pathetic. It was so pathetic. It, oh my! Oh my gosh! And then. Come to find out, not only was uh, I mean this is not shocking, but uh, now apparently half the Republican Party's got uh, COVID now. I assume you've seen. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, and it, at first though, dude, it was weird when I saw when I saw the announcement of uh, when Trump tweeted out that yeah. him and Flotus had COVID. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little skeptical. Yeah, of course. I, I wondered. I was like. 
and, and you know, you would really hope that no one would lie about something like that. But I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't but, put it past. Yeah, them, if if anyone know? were to do it, well, who? Why would you put it past them? Yeah, I mean, of course, right. everything right. that that they say and do kind of has to be looked at with a with a side eye. I mean, this is mm-hmm. with most presidents, but this especially right. where even getting sick is like. And, and there was a there was a point. So in my house, at least, my my partner hates. Just like having, just looking at like having stuff of him like on TV and stuff, which right. I do too for the most part. Sure. Um, but th- this is this is how disgusting uh, we are as humans. No offense to my partner; she's a lovely person. Uh, <laughs> the one time I see I see her looking at like uh, Trump related news was watching. They had a camera on the helicopter. Oh to yep. See how he was gonna go to uh, like was he's gonna walk under his own power right. or whatever to the helicopter. Go to the hospital. And I was like, this is this is really something that the world has come to. Then of course, I mean, of course, you know. I'm on Twitter, Chad. Mm-hmm. There yes, is, you are. So, so are we on the, at the Untranslatable <laughs> that's Podcast. Untranslatable Podcast. I'm also on Instagram, Untranslatable One, the number one. Oh, excuse me. That's the Twitter. Other way around. Twitter is Untranslatable One, the number one. Untranslatable, Untranslatable Podcast is the Instagram. But uh, people have, as we've talked about on many occasions before, like Herman Cain mm-hmm. passing, uh, no chill. No chill. Yeah. To the point where Twitter actually had to put out a statement saying that they're going to make it... Uh, you're, that you're not allowed to wish death upon <laughs> the president. They had to come out with the oh man, and I was like, first of all, why now? People have been having death wished upon them way before right. the president got COVID. I mean, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter is a crazy place in general. Oh, by the way, speaking of you thinking it's a, it was a, a, a quote unquote hoax that he mm-hmm. got even had COVID at the beginning. Uh, now I think I'm to the point where I'm pretty confident that it's probably real. Yeah, but I, I but so I'm with you too. For a bit, I'm like, I don't know if I can fully believe this yet. Yeah. I'm not going to fully believe this until I see him. I don't know. I don't. I need more confirmation. Right. But uh, it, it is. I never want to be at a point in my life where I, where, where people are questioning if I'm going to live or not, and they're talking about me in the terms that they talk about someone like Trump, mm. and not even people on the internet, but I mean, like even just like on the news, where they're like, well, what's how will this change his. Uh, his strategy going forth and and his political campaign. How will this help Biden's uh, political campaign? And how will this either hurt or help Trump's run for for president? He's a very uh, uh, hot button. uh, You know, it's just it's 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 just like uh, I don't know. It's it's just a it's same thing kind of happened with uh, RBG act like when she passed away and everyone was just like talking about how uh, how people who voted for Trump ruined this country or whatever. Where it's like, oh man, that's a rough legacy to to leave. Right. That's a, that's a rough way to go out. You, I want you know people what, to talk about me. Right. Well, you you know what the problem is too with um, a lot of people, especially a lot of really pro Biden people, mm-hmm. is that they think by theoretically getting rid of Trump, that's going to solve all the problems, yeah. and it's not. Yeah. You know, it really won't. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. You know, Biden is is in my opinion not the best choice either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's better than I guess nothing, which is a shame that that's well, where that's not the other option. The other option isn't Biden or or no leadership, right? Well, or or, or you go third party, and that could and and as far as I'm concerned, when people say oh when gosh. you do that, you're voting for Trump. I wonder. I wonder. Do we know enough about the? polls and everything how it's really going to go yet to to say that because i really wonder well how you're many... definitely taking that risk right and that's a big risk to take some right. might say yeah 
Yeah. I think it's well, fair not, to say that, yeah. that, that that's a big risk right. that, that you're contributing to, to, uh, to, uh, some assist like to, I, I mean, I guess you make a good point though. Like, but I think most, I think the thing is most people that go third party are, are usually, it seems like, unless it's maybe libertarian or something tend to be people that would pe- like lean more left in general. Right. Like whether it's the green party or whatever other socialist party that is mm-hmm. out there. Um, I, I would probably go independent or third party um, if the stakes weren't where they were at right now. That would be nice if that was even an option. That's right. never been an option in yeah, American that, that's history. True. <laughs> that's true. That's <laughs> true. The third parties are all just, uh, 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 re- I don't even know, representing some ideas that... I, I wonder if uh, one one thing related to our topic today has something to do with that, which is, uh, mm. I wonder if capitalism is one of the one of the main... If you could argue that capitalism is kind of the, the cause of maybe the cause or the effect of our two-party system. You know, I mean, if you look at money and politics nowadays, um, you know, you have money in politics, I think, in any political system because, uh, let's be honest, people are in politics and people are sure. greedy and people want money. And they're all know? connected, too. Right. Um, but I think that the way it functions as a like a capitalist country versus a communist country, which we'll be getting into more in depth today, uh, but I wonder if that has to do with where we're at politically in the States a little bit with our two-party system. Interesting. I guess I never thought about... Now, obviously, I, I'm very aware of how, you know, capitalism is involved in politics and swaying politics through, you know, financial means and, and you know, and, and you know, inve- paying for, you know, paying for, certain, or, you know, donating to certain Coke campaigns with the expectation that, all right, if we're going to give you this millions of dollars, we expect you to do, you know, put in place policies that will help our company or, you know, or our shareholders or whatever it might be. But I guess I never thought about that directly uh, influencing like the two party system. Well, you, you know, what's crazy, too, is it blows my mind the amount of money that's spent and is raised during election years, uh, campaigns, presidential races. It's really crazy if you think about the amount of money they raise for that. Mm hmm. And and what do they use it on? You know, I, and I'm I asking. I don't that. really know <laughs> what what they do use. It I on, mean, travel. You know? They have like employees that they pay. Right. Uh, TV ads. But yeah, like when you hear those numbers, and they're crazy because it's like of tens numbers. and hundreds of millions of dollars that like, these I thought people Biden are spending. It was at like three hundred and fifty million. I thought I saw something around. Is this. that what it was? I, I don't I even thought, know. I, I'm not sure. I could be completely wrong about that. But that number for some reason sticks in my mind as like seeing it on TV and seeing like Biden campaign raises blah blah blah. Um, but it's it's crazy. Which man. is I mean, which is why you can only it's like who un- unless you have these large parties and these large corporate interest behind you it's impossible to <laughs> for for just a person to unless they're already rich from some other way to get to 350 million dollars together unless you're like bezos and he's just like mm, just for fun i'll run for president right. too why not right. take the take over the u.s and i wonder i way. wonder if he doesn't do that because he because i mean the the amount you're in the public eye even more I mean, I mean, I think it's fair to say that being president, especially for someone like Bezos, is probably more work, more, more work for significantly less money, like, mm. like exponentially less money 
the opposite of exponentially. But you should, less money. <laughs> but the the funny thing is, and I feel like this is also coming from a very capitalist point of view, the the point of money and the presidency, right? Like mm. you don't do the like it would for sure, sure. be a downgrade from financial status, though. Right. It's yeah, not a money true. thing. Yeah. I feel like it's a good point. Well, at least I think before Trump got in, I don't think it was a money thing. But I think with Trump getting in, I mean, I think he is definitely financially capitalized on uh, the president seems like he needs to get money from wherever he can get it from. Yeah, seven. Yeah, dude, you and I both have paid more in taxes. Um, I mean, dude, when I was living in the Czech Republic, I think my salary was um, American standards wise. It was below the poverty line in the Czech Republic. It was enough to live fairly comfortably. But mm-hmm. over here, it was below poverty. I still paid more taxes than he did that year. And it sounds like he's just as he was just as uh, poor as you were when you lived in Czech Republic, too. Right, no kidding. He just some, I don't know how... Losing all that money. And apparently he has like a bunch of loans or something that he's like outstanding loans, like tens of millions of dollars worth of loans. I'm like, who's giving this person loans? I want to know, yeah, who's his banker and who's his tax guy? <laughs> Someone needs to get fired for giving that guy right. loans. Oh, man. Or it's like, you know you're not getting that money back anytime soon. Well, I think I think certain banks... I thought I read somewhere certain banks won't do business with, with certain Trump. I, I'd, I'd believe that. Now, listen, I might be getting it over my head here, and maybe as I edit this later, I might second guess this. But I heard that there might be that. Uh, why am I doing this? That Trump has some some dealings with Deutsche Bank that are a little nefarious. I've heard about that too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we we gotta stop, Jared. I know we, might, we really do. Whew, this is this is getting into the deep. Listen, the I'm deep glad states. we're not in a communist country right. because this could we might get snatched up Ooh. talking about this. Right? Yeah, you gotta be. You gotta. Although be careful. people claim that we are a, we are in a fascist country, so maybe I could still get snatched up for talking about US? this. I think I think a lot of let, let me just say this, Jared. I think in any country you go to, as far as I'm concerned, other than maybe like Switzerland for some odd reason. I feel like regardless of the system, capitalist or communist, you got to be careful because there are crazies out there everywhere. Sure, sure. I guess the difference is I don't, I don't, I feel like we're pretty, I feel pretty safe here to be honest with you. Mm. If anything, I wouldn't be concerned about what I'd be more concerned about than anything might be my job. And I don't think Mm. I say anything, and I I don't think I say anything, but, but like, I'm not concerned about like actually having any sort of legal repercussions right but we also don't say anything that's no you know super crazy or, no i don't know if we do let us know at untranslatablepodcast.gmail.com because yeah, apparently I, family's I listening so. now right right no kidding <laughs> gotta got be a good example here jared but the the thing with uh um capitalists and communists um today is that i want to i want to really mention that in my opinion i'm planning on discussing more about um uh e- economic levels of like communism and capitalism Mm -hmm. Uh, we can we can talk a little bit about the government stuff but um i think it's you know who who are we to judge i guess is the way i look at it like i i always see so many americans bash communist countries and communism and and i'm not here to do that you know we might crack jokes today but i i feel like we're going to be cracking jokes towards both sides because capitalism is by no means perfect either yeah um i I feel like a lot of that was it's it's just like propaganda essentially mm -hmm. and um and i and now i think socialism is the new communism and 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 modern day talk Mm. like like you know you you hear a lot of um a lot of right-wing people be talking about like how left left uh, like bernie sanders is a socialist or whatever and he's going to bring back socialism and i feel like they use that to scare conservatives in the same way that they used to use communism like back when back you know when that was a threat that they thought was coming 
from like the Russians or you whatever. You mean during like yeah, McCarthy and yeah, and like and the, all that stuff, the Cold yeah. War and all that right. stuff. Yeah. Well, I think I think the thing is is that we have a certain way of life here in the U.S. and uh, and the people who are privileged enough to live comfortably, um, mm. I think, uh, can really at least they can buy into capitalism via face value, right? Sure. Because they, you know, uh, I mean, there's that old quote. Um, you know, I don't know if I don't know if they've ever confirmed that she actually said it, but Marie Antoinette saying "Let them eat cake." Oh yeah, basically meaning like if you give if you give people just enough cake or just enough so they're satisfied. Interesting. Um, I actually mm-hmm. I just heard someone talk about that on a podcast the other day, and they said what it was was that. Now I wonder <laughs> who's right. What they said was that what she was talking about was it was like a. It's it was like a allegory for how unaware rich people are, because oh, um, oh that makes sense. They yeah, were they're just like super poor and they don't even have access and they don't even have access to like uh to uh like meat or mm-hmm. healthy food. And Mary Antoinette, who's a very rich person, is very so unaware that she's like, well, let them eat cake. Oh, that makes sense. And it's like, well, they don't even have access to normal food, and and you know this rich so person how are they is just so cake? unaware of right. That yeah. makes sense. That I, I don't know though. That's just what I happened to hear like a couple weeks ago. No, that makes sense. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. What were you gonna say? Or now you don't want to say it because? Well, no, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay. Um, well, the the whole thing, I guess. Well, the the thing about capitalism is, I think, um, if you give someone enough, I I think if you can sway a culture and sway a people to think that material things will make you happy and money makes you happy and i'm not saying that money is very important if you want to live if you want to survive in today's society you can't Mm. really do it without it but i think to um, base all of your happiness in money alone is a dangerous practice right yeah but i think with a lot of capitalism i mean the goal here is you know get that money you know you're i feel like uh i get the image of like a like a racing dog or something with like a carrot or, or a bunny, you know, yes. in front of its face, always chasing it, maybe never completely being able to attain it. And I think mm-hmm. that's why you have a lot of Trump supporters who who they think he is a successful businessman and they think he's such a great person and he should be president because of money, basically. They think yeah. because he has a lot of money. And, and it's even mm-hmm. a lot of people that don't have money and and – they they still are you know admiring that that he's both an everyman but also a rich person. I don't. Right. Know, it's a weird dichotomy. Right. It, it is. It is. And the funny thing is, I don't is understand it. To when, with I you. don't either. And when I and when I look at when I look at Trump, I I ask myself a lot of times, is he really happy? And I I really don't think he probably is. Um, is my life perfect? Uh, my life isn't perfect, but I mean, I'm pretty happy. The main know? thing I wonder is how self aware is he? Like like mm. uh, like how. Wh- because I think it's fair to assume that he doesn't do a lot of introspection. It doesn't seem like. I just wonder how self-aware he is of, of, of his impact right. on people, and Pro- not the positive one. Right. Pro- prob- <laughs> I think he's very not. aware of the positive impact, the quote unquote, that he has on on his uh, followers and stuff. But I like. Does he ever reflect on on, on like his on you know the on what people that don't like them think about them i I wonder probably not i don't think so either right i I don't know the the interesting thing though too about um about capitalism and and communism is uh you can you know capitalism really i mean it's more it's more in my opinion at least when i think of capitalism i think more of um 
economics and I think of money and I and I don't really think too much about politics, although I think capitalism influences politics a lot. Mm. But communism I look at as kind of twofold. You have you can have a communist government, but you can also have a communist economy and a con- communist system in that regard. Like I think How could those two things be separated though? I feel like the if the economy easy. is a communist economy, then easy. it has to be supported by a government. Well, Yes. So that's the thing, though. So so you can have a communist economy, meaning that, um, you know, the government, ev- everything is a collective, right? I mean, that's really, you know, you can- These are very, very ideal, too, because right. for some reason in communist countries, there's always like a hundred super rich billionaires. Right. <laughs> but, but see, here's here's the thing. Well, that that's when communism turns into an oligarchy, which right. is also... But anyways, the the whole point here is that I think if you look at China, if you look at how the economy is in China, um, I believe they call it um, socialist uh, socialist market economy, which which means that in China you are allowed to own and yeah, feel free to Google that. Um, in in China you are allowed to uh, own property. I mean, it's not that you. But the thing is, is that property you own. For example, if you buy a really nice apartment in China. You are allowed to own it for seventy years, and then it goes back to the government. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So, so it's a different system. But then, at the same time, in China, I mean, who you, owns a business? Well, but that so there's no such thing as a family-owned business, really. Well, well, yes and no. So it's so it's family-owned, but maybe where your shop is, that that would be owned by probably the state, for example, right? But like the I do know that like mm-hmm. at a lot of the big Chinese companies, um. That that the government almost has like a office, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like like there's there's uh like there like there is like a a heavy government mm-hmm. influence, not even just the, like regulations, but actually like a government influence on what the company's d- decision making yep. yeah. are. Well, it's the same with universities. I mean, there was a down down the down the hall from my office was the the communist, hmm. like that's where they would have their meetings and stuff interesting yeah i mean it's just a different it's a different system yeah you know and and that's the thing is i think a lot of people a lot of americans we tend to judge when we've never visited a country like that we've never really experienced it and and look i was only in china for half a year i'm not an expert by any means Mm -hmm. you know but i can tell you you know what i saw what i experienced and i think a lot of people uh, a lot of people over there they're hustling you know but they are making money people are uh, I think in China now there's this new wealth that's been coming in for for maybe the last 10, 20, 30 years. And if you think about it, Jared, 20 to 30 years isn't a long time, especially in sure. Chinese history. Yeah. You know? Um, so it's really interesting to see how, um, you know, China is still by every mean a communist government without a doubt. Uh, but their economy, uh, um, I'll have to look it up again. Um, they give people the opportunity to flourish. But mm-hmm. they're just like, hey, but we want a taste of that too, right? But but Uncle Sam wants his taste too. But you it's know, not even that they want a taste. It's like, oh, but we have some ideas. In a different level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just involvement in a different level. We like what you're say. doing, but we have some ideas, right? <laughs> but but see, here here's the thing though too. I mean, the after after spending time over there and seeing seeing the architecture and seeing a lot of the the stuff that goes on over there, um, I I. I have to say, I think in some ways it might be good to have hmm. that kind of support on your side. It's it's just a different system. You know, we don't really have that support on our side. You think companies v- feel very supported and? Uh... Well, I think I think 
you can probably look at it in two ways. Either yes, you feel supported, and if you have a good relationship, if you have a strained relationship, sure, that's when it probably gets tricky. Oh, sure, of course, you know, yeah. See, but the good relationship, it's not a two-way street. The good relationship is, I imagine, clearly or full, almost fully based on you just complying when you're told to comply. Right. But well, I think it's, it's not like you can be like, oh, that's okay, but I have another idea. Well, I think it's not only complying, but I think it's also. I think if you can find a way where, oh, never, never mind. Sorry. Uh, if you can find a, a way where um, both 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 systems or parties or whatever you want to call it add value to one another, then um, I think it's everybody's sure. good. You know, everybody eats. Sure. You know, um, everybody eats cake. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but it's. It's definitely interesting. We were talking about before we started recording, you know, we've both lived in, in countries that have had either uh, lived or visited, you know, places that were, uh, you know, post-communist, mm-hmm. have been all over the different kind of spectrum of governments, economies, and stuff like that. So it's interesting to visit those places because they do have a different vibe, a different culture. Um, you know, it's, it's yeah. really fascinating. I did like the architecture of, like, um, the places in Czech Republic where they, they were, you know, post post uh the communist era and I, and obviously they're not you know still living in the that communist regime and they and and how much difference just a coat of paint makes yep. on changing the vibe of a right. place because i imagine originally those buildings were all just bo- you know boring gray. cement you know gray. gray cement colors and it's like it's like but if you just paint them it really adds like a a nice uh a nice aesthetic to it that i that i like oh absolutely yeah. without a doubt Without a doubt, Jared. Well, uh, you know, I think we should uh, we should give the people what they come for. I don't have any shoutouts today, though. Do you? Um, I don't either. I don't either. Right. How do you feel about? Uh, mm-hmm. I, let me ask you. This is uh, how do you feel about regarding our um, the Republican infestation of COVID? Mm-hmm. Uh, someone, by the way, there was a hashtag on Twitter that um, was uh, hashtag COVID caught Trump. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but anyway, how do you feel about the the people? That, uh, like, for example, Rachel Maddow put out a message, like, wishing the family well and, like, praying for the family and hoping for a speedy recovery. How do you feel about the people that, what's the word, virulent, strongly oppose the president, then, like, talk about, like, how they're praying for a speedy recovery? And is that, is that a good human? Is that what a good human should do? Um, yes and no. I I feel like I would say nothing. I, Yeah. I would I would agree That's with you there. My- <laughs> um, I don't know though. I mean, I think I think if you do it sincerely with good intentions, it's okay, I, I guess. guess. So. But this is but, weird to see. Exactly, and but at the same time, you know, look, l- like the guy or not, he is he is a fellow human being, as far as we know. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm not convinced um, yet. You know, and and I hate to say it as well, like it or not, but he is currently our president. You know, and and I I don't wish. It will on anybody, but at the same time, it is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of karma. The irony you know? is there. I mean, yeah, when you, when you, you know, tell people not to wear masks and, and yeah. you know, but I think he also came from such a privileged, you, you know, I mean, I mean, getting tested every day and having Which access is to all this stuff. It's like you have access to, like, like you're, I feel like you should be very well, I mean, granted, Besides for the fact that you are around, he is a lot of around a lot of people. But it's like right. obviously you have daily tests. Mm-hmm. But but the thing is, the test tells you once you've got it. 
Right. Like, there's nothing you can do once right. the test says it's right. positive. Once you have it, yeah, it's <laughs> that, not like... So they test you daily just so they can catch it early, but that doesn't stop you from getting it, getting the daily test. Right. And then they have all these videos now of, like, people just, link, like, uh, uh, schmoozing in the White House and and no sort of, obviously, concern for the fact that there's a pandemic. Right. And you see people... Apparently, by the way, Kellyanne Conway's daughter, Claudia Conway, mm. have you heard of her? Her TikTok bit, is uh, releasing more information than the White House. Really? She, oh, wow. She, she was taught. I think she, if I'm not mistaken, she released before uh, uh, Kellyanne Conway or whatever her people, she came out with the news that uh, Kellyanne Conway had COVID first. Really? I think so. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Just because, and, and because she does not like her mom from what it seems like. And she's right. like, my mom's such an idiot. I, I, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder though, too, like how many of these people. I was I was wondering this is why they need to ban TikTok. Right. I was I was wondering though to be honest with you Jared when when things started to get bad here mm-hmm. how long it would take to cuz cuz look if you spread misinformation if you don't um take precautions i mean you are at a higher risk at the end of the day sure that's that's what it comes down to in my opinion. I mean it really know? it really does kind of seem like it was a matter of time. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Where it's like, how can you live? You li- you're li- living more carelessly than I am, and you're surrounded by a lot more people than I am. Yep. Oh, yeah. And those people, that's the thing. Is, and those is, people are traveling all yep, over the they're world. They're traveling, or the they're US meeting other people. And and not everyone can easily get a COVID test. Yeah. You know, a lot of it depends on your socioeconomic status, where you live, where you work. And they're still showing videos or I've like I've seen pictures of a few uh, like Republicans and stuff specifically on airplanes with like refusing to wear their mask and oh, people not kicking them off the plane or like, you know, someone tells them to wear their mask and they put it on as soon as the person leaves, you know, they pull it back down. And it's just like it's like yeah, this is this is what happens. Speaking speaking of masks uh, and everything, did you see the that South Park came out with a uh, pandemic special? I'm surprised it took this long. Uh, no, I did not see that, but I'm oh, going to watch was, it now that you say this. All right, I won't I won't ruin it. But it's th- funny. The thing, no, please at least give me like a like a sort of exp- just what's what's the angle they're taking? I should say. Well. Well, there's one one part of it. I forget what they call masks now. Do they call them chin diapers? They call them something because <laughs> oh, yeah. people in Colorado are only wearing them like under their chin. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I could already see, uh, was it Stan? Not Stan. What's the dad's name? Ron? What's, Randy. Randy. Randy Marsh. I could already see him wearing one on his chin. <laughs> well, so, well so, he's, so he's a weed farmer. Yeah. Uh, is that um, his job now? Yeah. Okay. And and, and so he uh, <laughs> and he has he has a new strain called. Um, Can I borrow your charger? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, called the pandemic special. And so he's so he's like selling it. Uh, I, I won't say more because because okay, okay. I want to ruin it. It is ridiculous though. Um, yeah. The the South Park hour. Where do you watch special. South Park? Just on Comedy Central on TV. Okay. On cable. But oh, it's I, on, I bet you it's on their website. Well, they probably. used to have. I mean, before there was all the cable connections and stuff on the internet, they used to just have every South Park episode for free yep, on their I website. I know those were the days. Yeah, that, I miss those. Those days. were you the could days. Just go through and pick whatever you wanted from yep. the entire catalog. Yep. Uh, Life was a lot easier, Jared. But. Yeah. Then, then once again, capitalism ruined it, and right. cable companies were like, you know, you can get more money out of this. You right. don't just have to give those away for free. Well, that's yeah, that's the gift and the curse of capitalism, Andy man. Is capitalism. is nothing, nothing's hey, free. I'm a communist, and I say that the South Park, <laughs> South Park is the people's show. 
<laughs> and the people deserve access to the people's show. Free access. They should put it on C-SPAN. Central. Just uh, uh, <laughs> that would be. I would rather watch that than C-SPAN. Dude, Honestly, it's sure. it sometimes it feels like they have their their, their their like they have a better pulse on what's happening in the world than some of our politicians. Yeah. Uh, so, so maybe that's not a bad idea. You said we you don't have a shout out. Oh yeah, I want to ask you how you felt about people giving shout outs to, and I and I think we agree. Yeah. You could also not, just not if say it's anything. right, but it, if it's sincere and you have no ill will, I mean, I guess there are people that it. actually do feel that way. They do right. feel like I felt a little sad for him. I mean, I put myself in. I feel bad for anybody who gets this. You know, I mean, you right now uh, we don't. There's a lot we don't know about it. I mean, did you hear there was a, a 19 year old that ended up passing away? Um, I forget the college, but it was in, um, oh. well, anyways, it does, doesn't matter. He was 19 years old, uh, fit fit kid, uh, was a long-distance runner, and what ended up happening was, I guess, it somehow the virus attacked his brain, hmm. and so he wasn't able, and, and his body as well, so like he- And the he, long-term effects scare me, too. Right. People like are get, and also, I mean, I mean, let's be honest, Trump does hit a few- Right. Trouble, like he's, yeah, he's his older, age, he's, he's got co- comorbidities, low overweight. Low income. <laughs> that was a funny tweet I saw. <laughs> uh, if you base your tax returns, it's not 100% false, Jared. Um, oh, man, crazy stuff. crazy stuff. Actually, you know what, though, Jared? Actually, I do want to give a shout-out uh, now okay. that I think about it. Because um, you mentioned this earlier. I am wearing my um, my Homutov hoodie today for mm-hmm. any of the uh, so listeners school. out there. Uh, that's a cool logo, YouTube. by the way. Yeah, so we we had to vote between a couple different logos, and this was the winner. And yeah, I, like I think it's awesome. But yeah, so this was the school where I taught at uh, in the Czech Republic, and uh, some of my students uh, who already took the maturita exam, some of them didn't pass every part. There's multiple parts, mm-hmm. and so uh, they actually no, they should have already taken it. So to those of my students out there who passed it, congratulations and. Uh, and it's hard to believe, Jared, but the students that I met with that were that were sophomores, I believe, yeah, that were sophomores, are now seniors going to take the Maturita this That's year. That's crazy. So shout out to all of them, especially um, Hanza. He sent me a couple Spread messages. A uh, really cool former student of mine. Um, I, I think he follows us on the gram. He does. I, actually, a lot a lot of our supporters on on the gram are from the Czech Republic. So just want to give a shout out to all of our all of our homies out there in. Uh, in the Czech Republic. But anyways, Jared, it is time, I think, for mm-hmm. some good old untranslatables, which are idioms, proverbs, axioms, phrases, sayings that don't translate on an easy one-to-one basis in English. And we are here to decipher, decode, and make the untranslatable translatable for all of our listeners out there today. And then I will get us started you betcha. With, uh, with one from Russia, because it was a large part How of fitting. the Soviet Union. Yeah. Uh, which I think a lot of Americans and most people associate with communism. And it is, um, one moment here. My old eyes can't see this here. Vnogaik pravdinyet. Now, oh, I can't look. Do you have the ability to read? You're reading the Cyrillic? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to. Okay. Yeah. Do you I, ha- I have I have the just in case. Yeah. yeah, just in case. So what is I I don't I don't know what that means. Uh there's no <laughs> truth in standing on your feet. There's no truth in stand Oh, we've had this one before. Have we? Yes. What well, does it I mean? I've done it before and I actually remember what this one means. What does it mean? It means that uh like to it, it, when when you welcome someone to your house mm-hmm. to truly make them comfortable, you have to offer them a seat. And that's and, and it's just like a sign. It's just like making someone comfortable in your home. Very good. Exactly. Hit that ham horn, Jared. Yeah. Yeah. Take a seat. Uh, it's a gesture of hospitality. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like, too, 
you know, as as an American, I feel like we we tend to equate communism with this kind of cold, harsh. You know what I mean? But but I think on a but people to people, people level, yeah. right? And I think a lot of Americans forget that. And so right. And and you know, they just all think that they're just like with their little metal lunch boxes going right. to work and going home. No, we every go day. to work. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. I work. I sleep. I eat. Exactly. And I drink vodka. That's all they do. And, and the funny thing is that I know at least in East Germany, after after the fall of the Berlin Wall and when Germany was reunited. Um, there were a lot of older people that had this kind of nostalgic view of communism, mm-hmm. you know, where where things were different, and some things in that system back then in East Germany were better than than when it was uh, reunited. Like healthcare, apparently the quality of healthcare was actually fairly good. Kind of um, like that movie that we've talked about before that we watched in German class, mm-hmm. where uh, that guy's mom had uh, some sort of accident. She was in a coma. Oh, Goodbye Lenin. That's yeah. a great movie. And while she was in a coma, the wall fell. And the uh, the kids went through these extensive measures to make it still uh, not like they had to hot you know like make it seem that she was living in a in a uh, communist area yep. so she'd hide all the capitalism, right? Which would not be easy. No, not no. At I all. mean, no. Just imagine how hard though. I mean, but they had a full operation going, right. changing labels and stuff. Yep. Like that was too much. Yep. That's too much work. Uh, I would just be like, listen, it's over, okay? <laughs> right. We bought you a Mercedes. Hopefully, <laughs> right. that'll, make, <laughs> hopefully right. that'll make you feel better about right. the whole thing. Right. We get, get rid of the trabby. Uh, my first uh, untranslatable is Haitian Creole, and it's uh, Depidage te caporal, since the devil was a corporal. Since the devil was a corporal. Hmm. Since the devil was a corporal. Now, I, I think that the clue... There's a clue in there. Is it the devil or the corporal? No, it's neither of those it's, words. It's, it's is. <laughs> it depends it's on a. what your definition of is is. Okay. Um, no, it's the first word, since the devil was a corporal. Oh. I give, feel like give that, me a clue. I'm um uh well I I'm, I I can it's, anything would be pretty obvious. So it's like um so it's like a... Uh, so you 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 would you come up to me and you're like, "Damn, Jared, you smell bad. When's the last time you took a shower?" And I would say, "Since oh, it's just it's been a long time. Yes, it's been yeah since yeah. it. Oh, that makes sense. I just love the idea of there being some sort of rank system, right? And like the the devil at some point was in devil training, and he was just a corporal, <laughs> yeah. and he had to rise to be become the 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 king, the yeah. general. And it, yeah. I just it was especially since I've have you seen the Good Place." Oh yeah, I just imagined him going through some sort of good place e- or bad place esque training, <laughs> right? <laughs> on how to torture people. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, that is his job. You are you now know. a general in torture, and uh, here are the keys to hell. <laughs> T- it takes <laughs> a long it. time. You know, you gotta <laughs> do two years, then a, then an apprenticeship uh, for a year. It's a lot of work. He goes Jared. in scrawny with just right. little small horns. Exactly comes out. Comes out. Yeah. <laughs> just these big old. The devil horns. Exactly. Those are those are real general horns. Well, Jared, my next one is also Russian. Okay. And it is Derji Kvost Pistolitium. Well, Chad, I would like to say Spasiba. And what does that mean? It means keep your tail up with a gun. Don't worry, comrade. Keep your tail up with the gun. That's a, is that like <laughs> stay on your? It's like stay on your toes. It's like stay. Uh, no, not quite. A, a keep attentive. No, ours ours is more related to a, a part of your face. 
Keep your gun up with your toes. Oh, keep your chin up. There we go. Stay positive. Yeah. In the words yep. of Lewis Hamilton, stay positive. That's right. Uh, that's a weird that's right. way of saying stay yep. positive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess maybe it means like if you have a gun, like everything seems negative. You gotta somehow stay positive. I don't know. I, okay. I don't know where it comes from, but that that's okay. my crazy uh, theory for you out there. Uh, my next one is Polish, and it's uh, Ovi Ovi Something true or right. Wow, very good. Mm-hmm. Wrap the truth in cotton. Oh, that's like to sugarcoat something. Very good. Yeah. Wow. We yeah. That's to sugarcoat yeah. something. That, uh, that one is too obvious. Well, we also you know. have a uh, an untranslatable here in in the U.S. What What would you say in the U.S. Just out of curiosity, to wrap the truth, wrap the truth in cotton. Oh, I'm not. I mean, I would say sh- to not sugarcoat, but I'm. That to... works too. I guess I would say to beat around the bush. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, my last one for you is Flemish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I picked Flemish, but I just that's thought it would be kind of cool. That's a hard one to find, though. Yeah, there's not a ton out there on the internet. So any, yeah. anybody listening, if you have some good Flemish untranslatables, please let us know at untranslatablepodcast uh, at gmail.com or on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <clears throat> mine is Flemish, and it is Forut mit de geit. Is that crazy? Uh, forward oh. with the goat. Forward with the goat. Is it just means like, like this one's kind of related to your previous one, actually. Uh, forward with the goat. What to beat around the bush? I mean, kind of. Yeah. If you were beating around the bush, I might tell you forward with the goat, Jared. Oh, get on with it. The, yeah, very good. That's, on with it. That's a word for word. <laughs> what what I have written on my notes. Yeah, get on with it, or get on with whatever you're doing. Exactly. Right. right okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, kind of don't beat around the bush, right? But more of like an active sense rather than like a talking sense. I feel like I don't know why that's the vibe I get, mm. but it's the vibe I get. Get on with it. Yeah. All right. Well, should we get on with it and talk about capitalism and communism? Yes. First, uh, uh, first, I would like to uh, put out a political political disclaimer here uh, that Jared and I are not uh, not certified or recognized uh, experts or uh, anything on capitalism or communism. Well, it's interesting that you say that, mm-hmm. Chad, because, I mean, I'm, I don't want to say I'm an expert, but I do have a degree in, in economics. Okay, you are. That is very true, And actually. we did have to learn about capitalism and mm. some a little bit about communism. So let me put that disclaimer on myself here, people. And <laughs> but, I don't, Jared is. I, but I'm certainly by no means an expert because it's not like right. my job is economics, you know? Right. And I also want to say uh, this episode, the purpose of this episode is not to bash um, either system, hmm. um, or or you know, or say which one is inferior or superior because I think both have some pros and some cons to them. Um, and you know, Jared, it very well could be that in the future I may live or work in a communist country again, and uh, I would like to not uh, irritate any of our uh, listeners out there uh, in the future that may uh, be under a different political spectrum than we are. Anyways, let's get into it now. So <laughs> let's talk about capitalism and communism. Um, I think, I think the key that, um, as Americans, what we tend to think of is we do tend to associate a lot of negative things with communism as, as a government and as a, as a system. Yeah. I also find it interesting because I feel like in the U S when you say communist, China is obviously one of the top countries, but I feel like Russia is still pretty high up there as a country we think of. Are they, are they still communists? I I think they just like heavily socialist. Yeah. I think... I'm not sure technically where they where they would fit. But they're not the, communists. 
I mean, not not no. I mean, technically, technically speaking, I think I'm doing air quotes here. Technically, <laughs> I think I think Russia was wasn't communist or stopped being communist after the fall of the Soviet Union. Okay. I could be wrong about that, but um, yeah, fact check me on that, Jared, because we're not trying to misinform people out here. But I'm at least that's that's my knowledge is that. Um, and I think now it would be more consi- considered a democratic socialist republic. Am I wrong? Or is it still communist? Um, geez, there's a lot of words. <laughs> a lot of words. <laughs> Jared's I, looking up economy of, of Russia. I'm gonna, Can't you do the, the fine feature and yeah, just type in communist and see if anything pops up? Uh. It's a uh, yeah okay. So starting in 1986, Mikhail Gorbachev attempted to address economic problems by moving towards a market-oriented socialist right. economy, which is what they have in China as well. Which right, is a, which means know. you can you, you have opportunities to make your own money. Right, but it's still a heavily social, you know, heavy government influence. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, and yeah, so they have a centrally planned economy, mm-hmm. which I believe means that you know, once again the economy has a lot of influence by the centralized government. Um, yeah, so yeah, they're not really a communist country anymore, but I still feel like they get they have that. Uh, well, I think it's the Soviet Union is why they get that rap. Yeah, they get that reputation. Um, and it's it's funny though too because I think as Americans we tend to view communism as kind of this us versus them. Right. right, but yeah. I think, but I think that it's more just. I mean, this may sound kind of stupid and, and terribly redundant, but they're just di- they're just different. Well, it's, people will also say that there's nothing really in our constitution or anything saying that we have to be capitalist. Right, like that's just something that we. I mean, it seemed to work out better. It's like I mean, if we can't have slaves, I guess we'll <laughs> have to. Do, <laughs> this capitalist thing is really gonna. It, we need it. Right. Uh, it's yeah. I think it's. I think also though, it's different um, life philosophies in a way too, though. Sure. Because I think, um, I think in the states we tend to put a lot of emphasis on individual. Exactly. Whereas I think Success. a lot of right. Whereas I think a lot of communist countries is more about the the collective. I think part of that is too because we're so new as a country mm. and the way that and I feel like. We, we, for some reason, as a country, relate so strongly to our freedom, where where I think there's a there's a which huge I think fear. is kind of an illusion. We have to a, some for extent. sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. We have a huge fear um, of losing that freedom, right? And I think having the government, you know, dictate how much money you can make or what job you could do or whatever is obviously a loss of freedom, right? Well, what's interesting too is uh, I I do a lot of reading on um, Quora. You know what Quora is, right? Isn't it just like a forum? Yeah, it's people, just, yeah. yeah people ask questions and I, I get like feed. I get a lot of stuff written you in German. You actually go to Quora? I get emails with like oh, okay. certain I topics never, I like. I, I've only accidentally ended up on Quora when I'm actually trying to learn something. Mm. I'm like, oh, I can't use this site. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess I'm a nerd, Jared, and I like to learn stuff. Cause Can you learn stuff from Quora? I thought it was just people giving their opinions. I mean, some of it's opinions. Some of it's, I mean, I've read some historical stuff on there. I mean, you can you can fact check a lot of that stuff. Okay, you okay. Know. so it's, so, it's, it's fact check. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and like anything on the internet, you know, you have to take it with, take a, grain it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt, sure. Except for the untranslatable podcast, oh, yeah. because, you know, this is just pure quality here. I'm an economist. Uh, that's uh. true. That's true. Jared's a doctor. He's an economist. We've done some uh, medical episodes. Yes. Um, pretty soon we'll be doing some relationship episodes, and Counselor Jared will be coming um, make a visit as well. But anyways, so 
Jared the Love Doctor. That's that's right. That's ooh, that would be a good that would be a good spin-off podcast, Jared. There you go. <laughs> no, Start it would doing. not. <laughs> um, but anyway, what were we, what were we talking about? I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, Americans, capitalism. That is our topic for today. Yeah, I don't know. Clearly, I don't know either. Um, I was going real broad there. I'm trying to think. What were you talking lost about? I don't remember. Thought. We were. T- mm. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not a. We're not. We now we are a heavily capitalist-run country here in the U.S., mm-hmm. but we're not a capitalist country. Period. Right, right. I mean, we have a lot. We have a lot of socialized aspects of our mm-hmm. economy. Now, I, now, obviously, that doesn't just mean we're a socialist economy. I guess it's like, what's the degree of social socialized aspects versus you know versus private, you know, privatized mm-hmm. by the people aspects or whatever. But like, it, it it's so weird to hear. You know, we always hear like. Um, like right wing people and conservatives be like, uh, tr- uh, excuse me, uh, Bernie's gonna a socialist. He's trying to bring socialism to the United States. It's kind of a dirty word, and it's yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. it's like you guys, it's like they're saying it, but it, it almost seems like willful ignorance, you know. I mean, it yeah. probably is where it's like, you, like there's no elaboration on what that really means. Right. There's, like there, he just says like, oh, he wants to take your money and give just give people free shit is essentially right. how they. And that's not how socialism. That's right, and that's not how socialism works. <laughs> right, um, right. And and socialism has its flaws too. It's you know it's 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 not perfect either. But I think I think the problem is is that what people do under any any type of system or government is they point out the flaws in the other system sure and and say well you know well communism is bad because you know if you do have a bad the 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 problem with a communist government is if you have a leader that's incompetent everyone suffers right whereas sure, okay. whereas if you have a system that's democratic in theory right that people choose in theory um, it you have choices, right? So it's different, mm. right? You could you could if you if you choose someone bad in theory, you can you know get someone good later or whatever, right? Whereas yeah, communist, which is I right. mean, I understand obviously the theory of it. It's just so funny for us to have this conversation. It is, isn't it? Started off talking about Trump at the beginning of this, right? <laughs> but but the funny but the funny thing is it's though, like Jared, democracy has failed, right? Well, well, it and it has. I think a lot of people would argue that that's very true. Yeah, that it's failed. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and see. Any any system is prone to fail. I think that's the thing. Sure. And the difference is though is that Americans we love to point the finger at, yes. at you know countries that that were either developing or are still developing, and and that have gone through communist regime regimes and blame thing blame their situation or blame all that stuff solely on communism, which I think isn't always a fair. And I think it seems like capitalism has the potential for failure just like communism does. Like, it's of for course. different reasons. Of course. But, like, for, like, the wealth, the income gap is a huge problem. The wealth gap is just mm-hmm. continuing to grow in these capitalist countries like the U.S. Right. Where, where the, the you know, pe- the people that are rich are continuing to make more and more money. Meanwhile, the people that are middle class is, is they're slowly becoming poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just the number of poor people are growing. The number of poor and super rich people are simultaneously growing and no one in the middle making a good living is that, that segment doesn't grow. Right. And I think that that the way, you know, when, when we have, especially just pure capitalism, it, it seems to breed, it, that's what it seems to breed, and it also sure. seems to breed another thing I hate. Uh, I hate about capitalism, and I don't know if this is just a capitalism thing, but it, it seems to be exacerbated by all the growth of companies. Is the environmental 
like like the potential for just like the lack of concern for things like the environment, right? And the exploitation of like people. But see, and I don't, I don't resources. know if that's a capital. I don't know if that's a capitalism thing. I mean, I think you see that happening in China too. You know, you, I guess that's fair. I think that's just a corporation thing. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I guess that's it's fair. It's more of a money thing. But I feel like I, I, I guess I think it's like a business thing because it's right. just like the constant need for economic growth. I guess right. That's true. I think one thing too that's interesting is one thing that uh, Americans will always argue about against communism. For example, is when you hear stories like, for example, when I was living in the Czech Republic, I heard stories of my colleagues who were older that lived through, um, you know, when Russia came to the Czech Republic and well, the the Soviet Union came and mm-hmm. um, occupied the Czech Republic, and it was a communist. You know, I remember hearing stories about you know a line across the the street for bread and and you know stuff like this. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but what's interesting though too is that in a capitalist system, I mean, you can I th- I think the difference is in a capitalist system you can see some serious levels of extreme poverty. I think in communism it exists, but I think it's a different like at least from what the people in the Czech Republic told me, uh, every under that system some of the positives were like everybody had health care. Now, maybe this is just propaganda that I, mm-hmm. but I feel like when I was learning about the Soviet Union in school, they like, they really painted it as, as if those, those uh, like bread lines that were, that were miles long was just like a weekly, that like, that was just how you got food right. for the entire <laughs> time of communism was just waiting in these long lines with a, you know, burlap sack on was just the entire thing. I, I feel like that's how it was sort of. Uh, push to us like like there was never a point where where food was just like a easy to come by like like that was I don't know I, I maybe that's just the quote unquote capitalist propaganda right well e- either I mean you get a lot of propaganda on both sides sure you know, of course it's, it's I mean really... I'm sure they I mean our song of the pot is a great example I mean I right. don't know if there's a joke or not I still can't tell but right. I cannot but like it there obviously they had ca- like ca- communist propaganda talking about how. Uh, disgusting rich people were and how you know they were just exploiting humans for right. you know and they had no they didn't care about the people which is ironic though because is, i mean which is ironic not, though because people people at the top of that system also sure. did really really well for themselves you sure know? so so it's really but they had to convince the, the i mean but they were benefiting they had to convince the people that the system worked as right. con- like he's like oh no but this is good for everyone right even though i'm right really good for me i want to yeah i want to share a list of a couple things that i had heard from um some of my colleagues and friends in the czech republic that i think would be interesting especially for a lot of americans to hear um number one one of the things that i heard that that um some czech people did actually like um you know i mean there were a lot of negatives but there's always a little bit of well hopefully we hope there's a little bit of positivity sure. right so um, as I mentioned, uh, medical care. So, so yes. everyone had, um, you know, access to healthcare. It was viewed as, you know, um, just you know, everybody gets healthcare. Another thing I heard as well, which people mm-hmm. claim is probably one of the greatest shortcomings of our country today, is, right? Is right. The problems with our healthcare well, system. Well, and our healthcare system is a capitalist, for-profit healthcare system. Yeah. Which, which I think, I think there are two things personally that that should never be run as a business education mm-hmm. and uh, uh healthcare. i think everything yeah, else sure. is more or less fair game but i think education and healthcare 
These are things that are so important for society as a whole. I don't care if you're in a capitalist, communist. I don't care what right. country or system you're in. Your, your Those people two need things to, right. are nece- necessary to any any society to to succeed. Exactly. And even at some base level, I would even say basic access to some food. Like if yeah, you if okay. you're if you're poor and you you know some access to like like, like water access right. to water exactly mm-hmm. exactly. But an, another thing that uh, I heard some of my uh, colleagues and friends in the Czech Republic talk about were, um, uh, you know, in my office, it was all women uh, that I worked with. And uh, they said that back in during the communist era, women actually had more rights and, and it was, quote unquote, more equal. Uh, mm. Salaries were more equal. Um, it was very different. Um, so that's that's something that's kind of interesting to consider. I guess you it's know? theoretically, I mean, obviously sexism always exists, but it'd be a little harder to have a, well, like a, a gender pay gap if it's just like this is the role, whoever's in this role gets like, exactly gets this money, right? And it's yeah, I guess, and it's yeah, it's like it yeah, I guess, especially if if it's just like a government run thing right. where it's like we need a body to fill this role, uh, and this is and and I, I imagine too, pay uh, like what people got paid for different stuff was a lot easier to know right during a, in a communist system because sure. I imagine the range is probably a little smaller than what mm-hmm. it would be and um and obviously you know if you're it might not even matter if you're in a different company if you're like in the same level or whatever i imagine i'm just guessing right, right. yeah i'm i'm not sure either but it's it's really fascinating to to think about a lot of these things because like i said as being an american i just i think we are we are almost brainwashed as kids that you know communism is bad um, that it inherently is flawed, right? And, like cannot work, right? That's definitely something I learned as like a economics person. But I don't think that's necessarily true. You know, I think, and I'm not saying that. I right. think, I think at at face value, like the the ideals of communism, I think because there it's idealistic and not realistic, it won't work. But I do think there are some tenets of it that that you know some people do like, and and you know during communism as well, especially what I heard in the Czech Republic is everyone had a job. You know, you did yeah. not have to worry about having a job. Uh, and for some sure. people, some people that might honestly be a good thing. You know, I'm not saying for everybody, but some people, you know, that don't have much direction in life and don't really care, um, you know. I feel like a lot, some people would argue that that, though, yes, everyone has a job, but that sort of uh, of way that like, it, it really limits creativity and innovation, some might say. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because uh, it's it's more because you uh, you don't have the opportunity to really explore what it is interest you, mm-hmm. I feel like as much, and if you're just sort of plugged into the system, yeah, definitely. And I feel like, well, a lot of a lot of gr- a lot of technological growth that we that we've seen, especially sort of in the beginning of technology, when we look at, I don't know, things like cars or airplanes or you know, like when we're seeing like the growth of the industry. Rather, I should say. The industrialization of the U.S. or or any sort of country that industrialized around that time, a lot of that innovation came from. I feel like in you know inventions, sort of the the motive, the motivation to to make money essentially. Mm-hmm. Was well, a, yeah, because that's what drives the system. Yeah, you know. So and it's, it's like if I'm, but if I'm just plugged into some role, or like I mean, I guess I could. I could find a way to make it better, but it's not gonna. I like. I'm not gonna get rich off of it. It's just gonna be right. like, all right, thanks for telling us this. We'll use it. <laughs> well, it's. It, it, I think it's a different. Thanks for sharing it with the people. Exactly. Your knowledge, 
is it's a different core set of values i think you know like i remember i remember when i went to have lunch with my buddy david um in in leipzig we went to go have um what was the soup called it was this really good east german type of soup with um with potatoes and oh it was delicious Hmm. but anyways we went there and the service was really slow and we've talked about restaurants before on 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 the podcast and you know in, in germany and europe in general they let you take your time which is which is normal yeah but it was slower than usual and at first and and we looked around and it wasn't busy we weren't there during peak time so it mm-hmm. wasn't like they were swamped and then uh, my buddy david said yeah well there's still some remnants of east german history and culture here where where people just aren't as driven by money huh. um so so you know so if you're not that concerned about money and you don't really give very much of a tip anyways in germany why are you going to be inclined to uh, constantly be rushing, constantly be trying to, you know what I mean? Like I think capitalism, it, it forces you in a position where you kind of have to, in a way, try your best if you really want to make good money. At least that's a mindset. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you look at wait staff here in the States, they are hustlers because they know for every table they get, they're getting more tips. But we have the opposite end of the spectrum where... Right. I think the customer has a little too much power. Sure, and they and sometimes you you see clear examples of the customers like waving that power over their over the employee, and to that be just like, makes me sick. That's disgusting. Like, oh, you you messed that up. So here, there goes your 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 twenty five percent. Now it's going right. to be down just to fifteen. I asked for raspberry <laughs> vinaigrette and not Caesar dressing, and yeah. now now here this hundred right exactly. <laughs> now this hundred dollar bill that you were going to get twenty twenty dollars or whatever for you're getting zero yeah it's it's yeah it's it's not good but you know i i agree with you jared i think it just depends on at the end of the day what what motivates you more you know the idea of pushing pushing towards a better collective or just making Mm. the best so you can and obviously money isn't the only motivator for people yeah but it's a big one i mean you know it's i think sometimes though it's so hard so I I imagine it's so hard for like a nation of mil, you know hundreds of millions of people like to be a communist country mm-hmm. where it's like how we are, like how do you get so many people to just fall in line I don't I don't I well, don't understand that Well it's it's pretty straightforward I mean if if you don't there are dire consequences I, you geez, know I guess so I mean really I mean that's <laughs> I guess so I mean that's really how it works and the interesting but the interesting thing is too is any any system like that there there are ways around it you know, I mean, sure. I mean, we talked about countercultures recently, right? I think the stricter the the uh, the society, whether it be um, economically or, or government wise or whatever, the stronger the 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 stronger the counter counterculture movement, or the more powerful maybe it could be. Yeah, sure. It's potential. I, I, I think the I think the key though with with keeping keeping societies and countries in line as well is. Um, I think if people really do believe that what they're doing is for the better good, and if the people are getting a piece of the pie, if you're keeping your citizens happy, yeah, um, then they'll continue. You know, like I, Pe- I've I've read a lot of things on Quora, people asking about <laughs> will will there be a revolution in in China and there won't mm. be a communist government? And I, honestly, I find that hard to believe because the the communist party over there is such a from my understanding it's such a well-oiled machine and it's so integrated into almost everything right. over there 
that I don't know how it would work otherwise. You'd have to have a complete rethinking of the entire government and right. everything. And, and I have to say, I really do believe China is on the up and up. I think that they are going to become more powerful. Might be the first time I've ever heard you, anyone say that before. You, right. You, you, well, you heard it here first in the Translatable <laughs> Podcast. Not really, but, um, but um, you know, I think, I think that the difference is, though, is that in China, you have a communist government, mm-hmm. a communist party, but you have a socialist market where where the people are allowed to own and there are some private right. things. They give people the opportunity to Exactly. Yeah. And and I think because of this, um I, I had the I had it pulled up on this laptop. Let's see if I can find it real quick. I want I wonder if in communist countries uh they're less likely to talk about work. Like if they're less likely to be like, what do you do? That's such a common question to go to here in the United States. I wonder if that is a, a more of a faux pas in a communist society. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. That's that's a good. Point. I mean, and, but well, I, I mean, think... it's not to say that when that maybe not because it's just because it's a communist society. That's not to say they don't have pride in what they do. I think what it might actually be as well is I think in in communism the the workers are kind of the glorified class. You know, I mean that when we talk about the song of the pod, that's a, a theme that keeps coming up. Yeah, but that's the, the that's a. I feel workers. like that's a like a that's like it's a, a facade. I mean. But I, I think it That's is what the rich people that control everything are trying to tell you once again. I mean, yes, I agree with that 100%. But if you look at the flip side of the coin, I mean, what else can you tell them? If, if you sure. want to, if you want to try to collectively, you know, power and motivate your country, how do you do that? Yeah. You put the emphasis on, well, on the working class. Well, it's funny that I say that because really a facade here because yeah. the, both, I mean, both sides of, of the political parties really try to appeal to the quote-unquote working class as the working class just uh, continues to shrink and shrink due to policies that are benefiting companies rather than the rather than the people and so right. i think here too even in this capitalist economy the idea of the working class is like a there's like a very glorified group but i think it's just all lip service like i don't yeah. think there's really any true respect respect for the quote-unquote right. working class well i i hate to say this but i think it's kind of similar to uh the way you see our military treated when they come yes. back home yeah. you know we, one of our we, greatest socialist programs the right, military <laughs> right and yet yet they come home and yeah and and we call them heroes and and all all that and then they come home and, and, and they get neglected when they have exactly. psychological right. uh, problems or you know it's, no it's access crazy. to health care right but anyways i do want to talk about i mentioned i think china will be uh, and is on the up and up um but this is this started Jared, in the 70s um from um chairman communism uh, uh, the socialist market. It's oh. when they opened up the market. Oh, so it used to be purely 70s. communist before yes. that. Yes, okay. yes. And then, and then, uh, Chairman uh, Deng Xiaoping is the one who is is attributed, and that opened up trade between China and the West and a lot of other places. Mm. Um, and and I mean, it has really so before allowed, the seventies there was no influence of right. Western products. From from my understanding, yeah. Okay. So it's 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 really interesting though that how. You know, I would say they do run a very tight ship in terms of the the government side of it. Yeah, but but economically, it's a very different system, I think, than what most. That's why that's why like when Americans really, um, you know, really speak negatively about communism, and I get there are a lot of negative aspects of it. I I always wonder, like, I wonder if you would think the same if you actually went over there and experienced it and witnessed it, mm-hmm. because. I saw a lot of people in China that seemed like they were doing very well for themselves, you know, um, and and so 
So I think I think at the end of the day, whether it's capitalist or communist, um, there but are is ways. It harder mm-hmm. is it is it? Would you say? I imagine it seems like it would be harder to to become rich in China versus the U.S. If you started off. I don't want to say with nothing. I don't know. Right. Sure, if you start off with nothing. I, I don't know. I think it's hard to say. I think a lot of that comes comes down to the individual. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are a lot of really like hard luck to say. and a lot right. of different aspects to... And connections, too. And, yeah. And the you skills know, you have. Sure. You know, do you have good good social skills, good people skills? That's true. Do you have anything to offer? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, Jared, should we uh, move on and talk about our song of the pod? Um... Uh, you always think I'm gonna drop it. I have I have control over it. I can calf. feel it on my leg. Yeah, I got the calf grip. Um, yeah, I guess so. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to talk about regarding communism. What 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 do you what do you think? Um, what do you prefer? Do you have a preference? You've been talking very highly. Well, first, oh, of do all, I do I have a preference? No, over no one capitalism is com- no or? no country is just purely capitalist or right communist or, communi- or co- communist at this point. Right. Right. Um, I mean, what do I prefer? I mean, look, I, I mean, I grew up in a capitalist country. Um, I That's grew true. up in a very different government system. I, I guess I just, the thing, the thing that I do, I am concerned with regarding communism is just that, uh, like, like I think we've mentioned, when you have a, when you have a good leader, communism can be a great system. But when you have a bad leader, it can be just as bad, if not worse of a system, you know? Whereas capitalism, I really view capitalism more as kind of every every man and woman for themselves, where sure. where it's kind of it's a free for all, and and if you have good ideas or if you can you know monetize your skills or network or something, you can really flourish in a capitalist system. Whereas communism, I think it's more about, um, you know, sadly, uh, you you don't have the freedom to experiment like we would uh, in the states, for example. But at the same time, if if the path that, that's been carved out for you is a path that is a good path for you, you can do great things. I mean, I met some really amazing teachers in China that were pretty successful that have done really well for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of it uh, does come down to who you are as an individual. If I could pick, um, I would like a mix. I would like to sure. have a... Um, I would like to have, like, for example, I would like to stay here in the U.S. in our capitalistic system, but with some better socialist reforms. Like, I I would prefer better access to healthcare. I mean, this is the first time since I have, uh, since I've been back in the States where I've actually had legitimate healthcare, like legitimate insurance, not like just basic stuff in case something really bad happens. In case you get hit by a bus insurance. (laughs) Right. Whereas I can tell you that in in other countries, especially communist countries, they don't always have that issue, but the quality of things uh, mm-hmm. might not always be the same, you know? So it's, it's hard to say. It's a, it's a toss-up. There's a lot of good and a lot of bad in both. I went to a hospital in Austria, which is, you know, they have socialized medicine. Granted, it was like two or three in the morning, so it was pretty empty anyway, but it was pretty seamless. But uh, yeah, obviously there was not much going on. Right. Another thing I learned about when I was in college and high school too, I took some econ-related classes, is that communism is flawed because inherently it doesn't account for people's in greed that they naturally yep. have and people's yep. uh, and and that people naturally are competitive uh meaning that there's no way that they could that you that people can really um live comfortably being maxed out essentially not not only people are competitive but i think people are very biased you know, so so if you work really hard, right, in your job, 
and say we do the same job, mm-hmm. right? We're both uh, we're both we're both going to be janitors for this example here, Jared. Okay. And uh, and you know, Jared works. I prefer his... a custodial technician. But okay, okay, we're cu- custodial. We are comrade custodial <laughs> technician together. <laughs> and Jared works his tail off, people. He is making sure everything yeah. is spick and span. It's nice and clean. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Uh, and then and then uh, you know, lazy Chad comes along. Just kind of half-heartedly mops the floor, <laughs> looking at his phone with one hand. Right, and and a, and a student, you know, barfed in the stairwell, and uh, and I just put sawdust over it and called it good. Jared made sure to take care of it, you know. But we make the same salary at the end of the day, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that's not even biased, but that's just you work harder, therefore. But but if we're in the same position, I'm going to start to hate you after a while. Right, right. Resent me, and then maybe maybe. For some odd reason, maybe I am better buddies with our boss, and then I get promoted. Yo, so you're you know? like the lead te- lead customer, right? Technician. And I'm bossing you around now, but I'm making more money. You know, so there's a lot yeah. of issues why why oh, man. Yeah, there can I'm be a lot of matches here on this right. made up story. That's you know that's the goal of every episode here, Jared, is is trying to make you ma- you know angry or mad uh, at some point. Um, but yeah, anyways, I mean it's it's really crazy though to to think about um, the cultural implications of it. Um, as well, and just how people interact with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, I think I think I will say this. I think in communist countries, people do have better respect for hierarchy and 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 stuff like that because, like, here they don't really just, have any other choice, right? Well, 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 they do and they don't. I guess. I mean, I I, think I mean, you can you can you can have like a storm out moment at a at a job at a in a capitalist society. And be like, oh, you know what? F this job, and um. And then it's they're like, uh, there's no government being like, you got to go back. Right, <laughs> right. That's your job. It's yeah, it's very, it's a very different <laughs> way it's set up. That's for sure. But let's uh, let's talk about our song on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is a crazy Jared. one because uh, Jared and I found it. Well, Jared found it on YouTube. How did you find it? You just searched. I just typed in like communist songs or communist music. Can you play it for us? Sure. On here. Yeah. It, I, I I literally just typed in like communist music or something. Something that simple. Oh, it's coming through your computer. Oh, because your your focus rights plugged into your that computer. That's why. Well, here, we'll, we'll uh, mute it and then and then, and then just read it. Yeah. Yeah. So what it is is it's an animated video uh, of these creatures, and it's like it looks like a worm. It's essentially in a spider with a sword and a gun. So, all right. Well, first off, here if we're gonna <laughs> talk about the video. Um, all right, so the song, yeah, it's called the Socialistische Weltrepublik, the Socialist World Republic. And yeah, it's hard to tell based on the uh, animation and everything if this is to be taken seriously or it's a joke. I feel like it's a parody, joke. partially because it's in German. I mean, I guess they are German, but there's also like Chinese characters on right. in it. Well, and, and, the, and there's images the, of Russia, Russia too. too. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the funny thing is, I mean, this color scheme is perfect. I mean, you see lots of red and yellow, which I think are very communist, communist love countries. Communists love red. Yep. Yep. I mean, you Both see Russia China, and China. Russia. Those are big. And you have the hammer and the sickle, which yeah. is the, the worker. But yeah, so it starts off with this very uh, gallant and, and triumphant trumpet music or mm-hmm. horn music. You know, it comes in. <laughs> and it really, like, it, it took me. I was I was restringing Jared's partner's guitar, and and this came on and it immediately caught too, my so attention. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's... But there are English subtitles, and it's all animated. Um, and, you know, and it's talking about, you know, has has images of like these fat, you know, bankers cats, or, yeah. you know, but then there's like, yeah, this video is all over the place. It's But they're just saying that like the, the, uh, like the capitalists are trying to take over with their, 
you know, and just rule with money and and right. and dominate the the working man, and that the working man needs to uh, arm themselves to fight the fascists. Yep, which which is any system that's not the. Uh, I actually just recently, mm-hmm. with all the talk about Antifa that's been going around recently, I actually just took some time to figure out what the heck fascist even is, mm. and it's just any system that uh, a leader uses force and sort and sort of like the military and police to suppress people's thoughts and opinions and and what and right and to, yeah no freedom of expression mm-hmm. right right but yeah it's a it's quite a i mean it could be in like an old army movie yeah you know it's it's it, really it crazy feels very i mean once again it does seem like a joke but it is very like a communist propaganda right but i think that's why it comes off kind of jokey and a little hokey just because <laughs> it, it it is kind of it's so stereotypical; it almost hurts. And like it almost you know? seems like something they'd play for kids, like in, in, like in, in in East Germany in like the eighties. Right, <laughs> right. You start your school day. You come into the school. Children. You're ready to go. Right. <laughs> Remember, do not let the capitalist sway you. Right. It's it's money quite, is the enemy. It's quite the crazy video. Um, but I mean, the music will get you pumped for sure. We were yeah. getting like <laughs> yeah, like yeah, ready to yeah, go, yeah, moving yeah, on. Yeah, yeah and, and there's a Russian flag and a Chinese flag. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what. Oh, it probably just says Social Republic in those different languages. I was yeah, wondering what that probably. says, but yeah. But it's a uh, it's quite quite a quite a banger. Uh, I would say it. It definitely. Uh, so I guess you can find that on our Song of the Pod playlist. Uh, on Untranslatable Podcast on you can. YouTube. Absolutely. So so to wrap up today's episode, I wanted to leave our listeners with a little advice. As someone who has okay. lived in, in capitalist countries and communist countries, um, well, number one, obviously, and this kind of goes without saying, but if you visit any, any communist country, do your homework before you go. Make sure you are well aware of what you can and cannot do there. Um, I mean, Jared's giggling right now, but it's but it's true. I guess so. You yeah, know, you really don't. Hear, um, I guess so. You know, and I think the difference with a capitalist country is, in theory, if you get in trouble here, um, it, and especially if you are okay financially, um, you can a lot of times kind of, you know. Well, that see that is a big out. flaw of mm-hmm. capitalism, right? Is that those with money have the most influence and access, right. which theoretically theoretically mm-hmm. in a communist system everyone has the same right. access to and right and another tip for especially our american listeners out there who ever visit any any communist country out there um go there with an open mind because it's very sure. easy to go there and and you know we've i think i think both sides the east and the west we've all been brainwashed one way or another Jade. we've all been indoctrinated <laughs> you know to believe certain systems and certain things are better or worse we're brainwashing um, you right now that's that's right you know we have a subliminal thing in the background here that you know always uh untranslatable podcast money wow exactly exactly um but yeah, you know, I think I think we need to get away from this idea of just always pointing the finger at one another and saying, "Well, your system is bad, my mm. system is good," um, and learn from one another and take what works uh, from certain systems and apply them if you can, and take what doesn't and learn from it. Especially you know? since we we have the ability to take bits, uh, like so, you know, we can we can we're playing we're already playing in the socialist area anyway, where it's like, all right. Well, what aspects are these other countries? Uh, do they do they not have to worry about because they've socialized it like healthcare that we've always talked about? Right. It's like this is this seems like a solvable problem that mm-hmm. people that people with money it just doesn't benefit uh, the companies at stake or the politicians at stake financially to right. do it. 
And and I will say this as well. The the thing I like about communism is there is more of an emphasis on the collective. Like if you look at how a lot of communist countries have handled um, the coronavirus pandemic, some of them have done. A, I mean, China, in my opinion, um, after after the beginning, um, now they've done a great job handling it. And I wonder only, if you can. I wonder if you can feel that sense of camaraderie in reality. Yeah, over there you can. Like like you, you, like they 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 feel like a. Like they're very open with one another and they're like, we're all in this together. Yeah. I, I would say there is this sentiment of, of we do this for the better of the country. Okay. So Whereas you can feel I think, that. It's yeah, not just like, I right. this fucking stupid. Oh, right. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> well, we are explicit if you look at <laughs> our rating, so. Jared. So you're good. I just usually how many be swears, that Yeah. How many swears do we have per episode, Jared? Yeah. Do we have I mean, luckily, I think there's it's not a PG-13 rating. Right. Once, once you do the explicit, you're just free to go ham. Right. That's right. I just, I just tend to be more cautious than that. Mm. But I, I agree with you. I, I do think that in those in like I, I just remember seeing messages and at least that's kind of the, the thing that people do say. Whereas here in the States, we definitely I think sadly, I, I think in the past there was more of a notion of doing things for the betterment of the country. Mm-hmm. Now, I think because right now things have been more or less feel kind of at least in my opinion, like a dumpster fire. Um, uh, there's just not that type of sentiment. So I, I do think that's different. Um, and and. At the same time, too, with with uh, capitalism, I do think there is, like you said, a lot of room for innovation and growth and stuff like that. But as we've seen with the case of China, with uh, with their economy and everything, they've had a lot of amazing growth. Um, sure. Because I think they have taken some good things from our system and applied it to theirs. You know. And I think, yeah. Well, also, and I think to be a quote unquote dominant country like China, I imagine wants to be, it does require like. They also do recognize the importance of innovation being a, like a step. Like you, you have to be like a leading innovating country mm-hmm. if you just want to be like a quote unquote superpower. Anyway, it yep. seems like at this point, definitely. So I think it's just also like not, like that. Maybe that that idea of being a leading innovating superpower wasn't as big of, of as a motivator years before as it is now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. It's hard I don't to know say. either. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's either. hard to say, but it's it's an interesting question to think about. I guess it's always kind of been a thing. Like during the Industrial Revolution in the 1800s, it certainly was a thing. Like, you know, it's just technology was, right. was what we consider simple. Right. I guess. Yeah. Nowadays. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think I think one of the big flaws in both systems actually it's the same thing. The people. The, well, I was going. Yeah, I was going to say the greed. Uh, I think yes. I think greed actually exposes the flaws in capitalism and communism. If, yes. you, if you think about it, mm-hmm. it just in different ways, mm-hmm. you know, like in, in capitalism, you have these people who grow so exponentially that they could be giving back more and they could be helping more, and they don't. And and in a capitalist system, they technically don't have to, right? right? Whereas, well, a, but the idea mm-hmm. is that well, the good thing of with people becoming richer is that. They will then, you know, be, you know, starting new industries and new businesses and that quote unquote trickles down in in theory, which never, yes, which never right. really seems to come to fruition, which is why there's a growing wealth gap. But I think that, that that's their, that's their thought where it's like, oh no, the, the, like this is a system for the people because once one person gets richer, they're most likely to start a business and share that wealth with a whole, like ha- open up a whole new income stream for, for people. Right. Yeah, which is possible, but it 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 seems more like you know if you look at Jeff Bezos, it seems like he's very good at at making himself a lot more money, while while the people that work for him, their standard of living doesn't seem to improve that much. Right. 
Yeah. Well, I think, I think it's a, yeah, it's just a different overall view of the importance of money, how to yeah. live with money, how to live in a society. And I think who's important to the company too. Cause you talked about how the working class is, is the most important group in communism. And I think in, in capitalism, the the executives are the most important yeah. ones. Well, like I mean, that. workers are more or less replaceable. I mean, right? It's really, exactly, uh, they're just a resource for the company. Right. And I and I do know, I do remember talking to one of my colleagues. Um, uh, she had mentioned that um, back then in the seventies. I don't remember if it was seventies or eighties. Um, she uh, she told me it was very difficult to get fired from a job. Mm. Uh, and that was under a communist system, you know. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. So, that. so it's very, it's very different. Um, it's more, yeah, because it seems like just a hassle, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so yeah. Anyways, let us know your thoughts though on capitalism and communism. Um, email us at untranslatablepodcast at gmail You can slide into our DMs on Twitter, untranslatable one, the number one. Also, check us out on YouTube, untranslatable podcast. Uh, and you can check out our song of the pod playlist uh, with this week's uh, kind of crazy one, but it'll it'll definitely uh, um, entertain you, keep you entertained, that's for sure. So as always, we really appreciate your support, and as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, děkujeme, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidania. What a wild week, dude. Pretty crazy stuff. I'm 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 kind of mad at myself and uh, don't end it. Don't end it. You don't have to end it so quickly. I need to have some. At the, I need to have some at the end. Uh, I'm so mad at myself for it, it's so annoying that um, just how something like uh, the president getting sick has been so glued to social media even more than I was just constantly looking at that trending bar waiting to see.